0: Book of Acts chapter 4. Uh, before then, let, let's do Romans 12:2. That is what uh, uh, we are conversant with. that is what we know, that is what a lot of us are, are abreast of. Romans 12:2. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. First Samuel 10:6. First Samuel 10 6. First Samuel 10, 10 6. And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them. And shall be turned into another man. Hallelujah. Thou shalt prophesy with them, and thou shalt be turned into another man. It is not the prophesying that makes you the another man. It's this thou shalt prophesy, and thou shalt be turned into another man. It is not the fact that Saul prophesied that was the evidence that he had become another man. It was the fact that he had become another man that was evidenced by his prophecy. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So when you see somebody prophesying in and of itself, it does not mean the person has become another man. Okay. Okay. You you understand as we go along. And finally, Acts 4. The book of Acts chapter 4. The book of Acts chapter 4. The book of Acts chapter 4. And as they spake unto the people, the priests and the captain of the temple, and the Sadducees came upon them, being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they laid hands on them, and put them in hold unto the next day for it was now eventide how be it many of them which heard the word believed and the number of the men was about five thousand and it came to pass on the morrow that their rulers and elders and scribes and Annas the high priest and Caiaphas and John and Alexander and as many as were of the kindred of the high priest were gathered together at Jerusalem and when they had set them in the midst they asked them by what power or by what name have you done this somebody said, by what power or by what name <clears throat> then Peter filled with the Holy Ghost my oh my said unto them ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel If we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means is he made whole? Be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness, somebody say the boldness, of Peter and John, and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, They marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Hallelujah. This portion of scripture we just read was the aftermath of Peter and John's encounter with the lame man at the gate called Beautiful. How many of you remember that story? Now after that, they had raised him and he started walking people were shocked people were astonished as the scriptures say and peter used the opportunity to begin to preach jesus begin to preach the christ begin to preach salvation begin to preach repentance and as he preached and preached bible says five thousand people heard him and they gave their life to christ they repented five thousand now when the sadducees and the pharisees and scribes they named them alexander and Caiaphas and john And Anna's head these things. They called them, summoned them into their midst and they began to ask them questions. They said, by what power or by what name have you done this? And Peter said, we did this by the name of Jesus Christ of Typhi, (laughs) of Nazareth. And the Bible said that they saw when they saw and heard they realized that these men were unlearned, number one, they were ignorant. Number two, by what measure did they come to conclude that these people were ignorant? By what measure, by what yardstick did they conclude that these people were ignorant? And yet, they said, they took the Bible said they took notice that they had been with Jesus there is something about being with Jesus that transforms a man's life there is something about being with Jesus that changes a man's thought process it edits things in your journey just being with Jesus let me remind you if you have forgotten this is the same Peter that Bible says a small girl asked. A question says, Are you not one of his disciples? And what did he say? I don't even know him." He denied him three times. He was given a first opportunity, he failed. Second opportunity, he failed again. The third time he failed again. Even the Bible says, Once have you heard twice that all power? Once, twice. He says, His words are ye and amen. If that thing happens more than twice, there's a problem. And yet he denied. But the Bible says, after that encounter on Pentecost and the Holy Spirit came upon him, the man changed and he became another man. I pray for you that by reason of the Spirit of God that is at rest on you and in you, may you be edited into another man in the name of Jesus. May people not even be able to recognize what you have become. May your mother look at you and say, what has my son become? May your father look at you and say, what is it that you are carrying? It looks like you are a strange being and a strange entity. May that be your story in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible said the other day, when Mary asked the angel of God, He said, how can these things be? The angel said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and overshadow you. Many of us recognize the infilling of the Holy Spirit. But we don't recognize the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit. It is one thing for him to fill you. It is another thing for him to be with you. That's why I like the song. You walk beside me and that is all that matters. He is not only in you, he's working with you. Whatever you are walking through in life, He is walking with you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Tap someone and say, He is with you. The problem is, many of us have lost consciousness of the Spirit being with us. You see, the thing we call marriage is a physical representation of a spiritual truth. Oh, I'll I'll preach it. it. The thing we call marriage, someone say marriage, marriage. is a physical representation of a spiritual truth. When a man is married to a woman, the two of them, Bible says, they become one flesh. Is that one in your Bible? They become one entity. Now, what that means is that my wife can go to a shop and say, Give me this, give me this, give me this, give me this. My husband will pay. She might not have even discussed it with me. She may not have checked with me first. But if it goes to court, I am in debt, I must pay. You know? you know, I must pay because the two are one in the eyes of the law and by principle. When a man becomes filled with the Holy Spirit, it is a similitude of marriage. Have you forgotten that he calls the church his bride? (laughs) Then he said the other day that You, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit of the church that he calls his bride. In other words, you are the bride of the Holy Ghost. And he comes into you and he is with you such that wherever you step and you declare, you have declared in the name of your husband, the Holy Spirit. And the entirety of the elements, the heavens and the earth, must acknowledge even though they cannot see him it does not mean he didn't say it and he does not mean he's not liable now if you see my wife walking the fact that you don't see me with her does not mean I am not with her because whatever cost she incase it is my burden even though I was not standing with her when she incurred it in the same vein even though people might not see the Holy Spirit because we are intimate with Him and we are one with Him, wherever we step and we declare things, He has come and He will take care of it. Yeah. Somebody say that is my story. My story. Hallelujah! Yeah. You, you've got what? That's what I said. Marriage is a physical representation of a spiritual truth. That is why, for a man to really understand how to take care of a woman, the man must first understand how to be a bride to the Holy Spirit. Because when you are a bride to the Holy Spirit, he dictates and you follow. As many as are led by the Spirit, the leading is done by the groom. Okay. Okay. The Bible says husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church, not as you feel like. Not as it's, it's, it sounds like. Not as the status quo says. But as Christ loved the church. How did he love the church? He loved the church in that while we were yet sinners and undeserving, he died for us. Yes. That is the role of the bridegroom in relation to the bride. That he died for us even when we were in sin. And so when you are a bride like that to the Holy Spirit and you understand the role Jesus played for you as the bride. You know how to treat a bride when you find one because the love that you're supposed to exhibit and exemplify is the kind Jesus did, not what your father did to your mother. Mm, 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 mm. Becoming another man. So so one leg is that we are we are we are we are connected to the Holy Spirit, the other bit. It's when a married man and a married man get, woman gets intimate. They produce something that looks like both the father and looks like the mother. Yeah? I don't care how they tell you oh, this one day of sending papa. You look at the person one feature at a the time. There is something about the person coming from somewhere else. You understand? If you look at the eyes, you say, this eyes look like the father's eyes, but the ears look like the mother's ears, but the mouth looks like the mother's mouth, or the mother's father's mouth. Something about that that line will be represented in that seed, because both of them contributed in producing That is why Jesus, a product of a woman and the Holy Ghost, worked in these two elements and these two dimensions. When when he said, I thirst on the cross, give me water, and they brought him um, uh, vinegar, he was showing the genetic makeup of the mother's side. But when he said, I am the living water, he was showing the genetic makeup of the father's side. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When the devil came to him and said, turn uh, turn the, 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 the stone to bread, and eat, and he was truly hungry, he was exhibiting the symptoms of the mother's genetic makeup. But when he said, I am the bread of life, he was exhibiting the makeup of the father. Because when two entities come together, that what they produce is symptomatic of the truth. It carries the makeup, it carries the, the, the signs of the truth. And so understand that when the Holy you you come to the place that the Holy Spirit is with you, you give birth to things that are both spiritual and yet make sense in the physical. That is why Saul became another man, and then he starts prophesying with the mouth that makes him a human, but he was speaking the words that are spiritual. Somebody said becoming another man. This man Peter, he is standing in the... Look, a small girl make him shake. But now he's standing in the midst of scribes and Sadducees. And he's telling them his mind. Yeah, he's freeing his mind. Because he told them, he said, look, by what name or by what power? Let me even deal with that one first. That is why man of God, they asked him by what name. Because if I get a letter today, written from the office of the president, Signed by the president and I take it anywhere he is not there, but when you see his name, you must act and respond Because there are names that shift things If the owner of Trasaku gives an instruction that they should give you a house there By his name alone, they don't have a choice. They must give you a house there That is why they were interested in what name? In what name are you able to do this? But what they didn't understand, in what name are you authorized to do this? Who authorized this transaction? What they didn't understand is that we have been given a certain name above every other name. <laughs> At the mention of that name Jesus, every knee bows, of things in the heavens and of things on the earth. Every knee. Stop somebody and say every knee. Every knee. Every knee every knee and so when a man is in need of healing and that name of Jesus is evoked bones don't have a choice they have to respond because they are part of every knee the muscles don't have a choice because the name of Jesus has been raised has been spoken this morning I speak the name of Jesus over your life the Bible says when he when if it says if I be lifted up I will draw all men to myself. Many of you who are selling and doing business, you are, you are trying every marketing strategy, but there is one marketing strategy that works. It is simply magnifying the name of Jesus. Because it says, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. May God draw men to your business, to your life, to every aspect of you. Somebody shout yes. yes. Then he said, by what power or by what name? Because names carry power. That's why they didn't say by what power and by what name. By what power, or by what name? Because if you have a certain name, it will give you a certain power. All of us are equal before the Lord, one way or the other. And I remember, you are driving in traffic. You hear whooing, whooing. You will move. Yeah, you president is coming. You will move. nobody cares about your meeting nobody cares that you are late somebody who has a name and power higher than yours is coming territories are controlled by names and powers of people and there are ranks that dictate what happens everywhere even in the animal kingdom there are ranks and there are structures I I know I'm teaching something right now there are ranks and there are structures look look Give birth to a mouse in a test tube. Give birth to a cat in another test tube. Bring them together and see what happens. As soon as the mouse sees the cat, instinctively it will start running. Who taught the mouse that when you see cats run? Who taught? What lectures? Who taught that when you see a cat run? It is wired into his DNA by the natural order, natural rankings. Hallelujah. I have dogs in my house. Even my dogs, they are all dogs, but they respect a rank and an order in the house. There's a structure. If I bring a new dog into the system, the highest person in my house, the highest dog, will test the pulse of the new dog to see where we rank him. And if he's able to defeat him, master, you are nobody. The second in the rank will also try and dislodge him because if I don't dislodge him, he may come second. Because even nature respects order and structure. It is the same in the realm of the spirit. The spiritual things don't respect how old you are. I'm 74 years. The witch doesn't care. Do you know how old the spirit of witchcraft is? Some of you that the spirits in the family, they are they are about two thousand years old. They were there long ago. How old are you? They have seen somebody like you before, or so they think. Before the Holy Spirit comes upon you, say <laughs> transformation. Okay, when when you are you are you are you are transformed by the Holy Ghost. These are the signs that show. Number one, your language changes. Write it down. Your language changes. This same Peter, whose language, language was a language of fear, is now declaring boldly and even preaching to them. His language had changed. He's now declaring things. He now says, silver and gold have I not. As I have, give I unto you. He's speaking a different language, the language of heaven. He's declaring things from a certain realm and from a certain perspective. On Friday, I was teaching on realms and levels. How many of you are here? Your reaction to a situation in a realm depends on where you sit. I use this example. I I said, Elisha, they sent soldiers to come and kill or capture him. He was with a servant. And the Bible says the servant was scared, was afraid, started, uh, you know, he was shaking, shivering. But somehow Elisha was calm. How is it that two people will face the same situation, but their response is different? It's because they are physically sitting at the same place. Spiritually, they are not at the same place. And Elisha said, God, open his eyes, and let him see what I'm seeing. In other words, Elisha was seeing something beyond what the servants could see. And when he prayed that the Bible says, the servants' eyes were opened and he saw chariots and, and the hosts of heaven. Then he knew that they were not alone. May God open your eyes to know that you are not alone. Yeah. Look, as you walk, even angels are walking with you. Hallelujah. Tap somebody say they are with you. God is with you. Now, angels are subject to God. You know, you know, you know, angels are subject to To God. When when the Asantehine is going somewhere, the smaller chiefs take the lead. The or Chami or whoever he calls himself, linguist, will be just before him heralding his coming. I don't know if you understand. The smaller entities around him must be where he is. Now, if that is true and God is with us, guess where the angels are? He that is in you. Because they are not permitted to be in me, because only one person is permitted to be in me, and that is God, the rest must be with me. Host, that's why I tell people, when you get this understanding, you cannot die before your time. Many of you are listening to some radio stations, all they teach is somebody's witchcraft experience for 30 years. I haven't mentioned anybody's name they will tell stories. It's so if you don't know it, share. I've heard serious, like from morning to evening, changing witches, like they will tell stories. And you see people, you see, this is the thing, people have genuinely, they think it's an opportunity to learn what's happening. But whilst you are listening to the declarations of the kingdom of the enemy, gradually it puts in you some fear. But when you listen to the right thing. I was teaching the pastors on Friday. I told them, I said, prophecy is, is not judged by how accurate it is. If I say, your name is Dixon. They say, yes, that's my name. And you start jumping and screaming. Said, say, ah, who you do? By what measure? No. You measure it by the source. If the devil, because the devil can also give you your name. Why? Doesn't he know your name? Was he not at your outdoor? <laughs> Number one, changes your language. Your language. If, if since you give your life to Christ, since you got baptized in the Holy Spirit, your language is still the same, we must suspect this baptism. We must suspect, then, then have you really been with Jesus? Because your language changes. You see, one of the things, that's, that's, I, um, um, shows every country or characterizes every country their language. What language is spoken in England? Spain, Poland, Sweden, oh. Oh. Saudi Arabia, Ghana. Hallelujah. If you say, uh, if if, if your name is um, when you open your mouth, we don't expect to hear we expect to hear because that is what characterizes where you are coming from. In this kingdom also we have a language. And when you open your mouth, you must speak like somebody in 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 this kingdom. Have you not realized that the, the Pharisees will come and ask Jesus a question and the answer he will give them, eh? Like deep from the wells of wisdom, deep answers. They are going to pick stones. Moses says, if we catch you in adultery, we must stone you. They are coming to finish you. And then and then he's just right. he didn't even lift up his head. He says, He that is without sin, let him cast the first stone. And the Bible said they all started dropping their stones one by one. And this they went home they didn't even stand that they went home but the thing that he had told them carries so much power that it has caused a full grown man who has decided on his own to come and stone a woman to somehow drop the stone and go home the same way you can preach the gospel to somebody and he says i am coming to christ i'm coming to christ there's power in this kingdom and it is it comes through the language that you speak number two by what you wear By what you wear, by what you wear, by what you wear. See, by what you wear, some of you are thinking trousers or skirts, kaba or jeans. I'm sorry to disappoint you, that's not what I'm talking about. Once again, every nation is characterized by a certain dressing. For us, our own dressing, we call it Friday wear. We have a problem. I have a serious problem. What our own dressing, we say Friday wear. You think they have Monday wear in England or Friday wear in England? If they didn't even force to do Friday wear, would have had a no day wear. Yeah. But every look at the Scottish men. You don't have. To, you just see the way they dressed. Say this is a Scottish man. You see an Indian, say this, an Indian. You don't, the person doesn't have to speak. You just look at the way they have dressed and you know this one. And he said, the Spirit of God will come upon you and overshadow you. You'll be clothed with power. <laughs> this is not nylon and cotton. Because as spiritual entities, we are clothed with the power from the kingdom. That wherever we step, spirits respect our presence that we have arrived because he that is from above is above all clothed with power, tap someone and say are you clothed with power ask the one behind you are you clothed with power two more for the sake of time your appetite can I go there again oh, yeah. Your appetite, your appetite. In, in 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 some tribe in Ghana, when you when you when you enter the place and you don't see Banku and fetidichi, there's a problem. There's a problem. There's a problem. They have. When I went to Nigeria, do you know their rice is different? Very, very different. They are bigger. They have more species. Every, everything, they are still different. Even though it's closer to ours, what I've realized is, the farther away you get from wherever you are, the more distance comes between you, your food and their food. But if you go to South Africa and they give you pap, they call it pap. When you compare pap to Nigeria, they, 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 they have the name they call. The swallow, your Ipupu, your swallow. In the, in the hotel, they had different swallows. So, different colors pounded yam, this one, Gary, different types. Some, some look like bangu. If you make a mistake, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, you are laughing because you have not been trained to have an appetite for that. The one born in that environment, naturally, has an appetite for that and it's fine. Do you think that if you, if, do you know why there is a battle or there was a battle between Ghana Jolof and Nigeria jollof? Do you know a lot of Ghanaians can't believe that Nigerians think theirs is nicer than Ghana? And a lot of Nigerians also can, they are shocked that Ghanaians actually think that Jolof is nice. Because everybody is brought up in an environment that dictates your appetite. And so by their appetite, they think this is better. So you don't blame anybody. It is a matter of appetite taste. When you go to a typical American restaurant and you order something, you see the name, you order. I went to order something. I didn't understand anything what I was reading. So I ordered for some, something with Spag. They are written Spag in it. So Spag, yeah, I know. At least, if I don't know what it is, I cannot. I, when they brought it. Hey! it. It haunted me for three days. I don't know if it was Spag or there was cheese or some milky something. What is this? I just called one of the guys there. I said, You know what? I think I want. To. He was excited. He was jumping. He was happy. Because what for me, my taste buds and appetite cannot take. For him, he's opened up to take. It is your appetite that also indicates what kingdom you belong to. You have an appetite for women. Are you sure you're in this kingdom? They, they didn't know I would go there. They thought we would stay at Bangkok. Yeah. You have an appetite, child of God. You are in the choir. You are singing. Man, you have an appetite for women of different colors and heights. And, and you say that is how I am. You have a problem. That is that is my your appetite is important. Do you have an appetite for prayer? If not, check it. Because in this kingdom, we pray. What you need to understand is that many of us have been taught that prayer is a medium through which you you receive things from God. I'm sorry. That is just a by-product. Prayer is a medium through which you are transformed. Because most of the time, the thing that you are, you are seeking to reach, you need to be transformed before you can get it. And it is through prayer that washing happens, cleansing happens, transformation happens, and then you, are, you become another person. So now you can receive what is doing. The Bible says in Galatians 4 that the, the child differeth not from the, the servant, but as long as he remains a child, he must be taught by tutors such a time that he outgrows childishness to become the head that he's supposed to be an inheritance. Tutors can be human beings. Tutors can be life. Life can teach you a lesson. eh? See somebody is proud, life will just humble you like that. (laughs) Sit down. Come on, sit down. Some of you, didn't you know some people in the past whose parents had money? And so, because of that, even the way they will talk to you, the way today, when you see the way life has humbled them, Master, sit down. Calm down. Your appetite, do you have an appetite for the word. If not, you need to check, check. Where, where are you standing? Where are you standing? Do you, do you have an appetite to just fellowship with Jesus? Or you have an appetite for for clap. So that is that is that is that it is, it is. I mean, if you go there, you don't do anything bad. It's okay. It's okay. See, whatever you want to do, you can justify it with anything. <laughs> Tap somebody. Say appetite, 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 appetite. Say appetite, appetite, appetite. Your appetite. Your appetite. He says, and the Spirit of God will come upon you. And you'll do what? You'll be witnesses of me. Unto. You'll be witnesses of me. When the Spirit of God comes, you would have an appetite for soul winning. It's natural, it's part of the kingdom. Appetite for soul winning. So, the same Peter, now he's preaching, the Bible says, 5,000 people give their lives. In acting, different from those that gave their life to Christ when the Holy, when the day of Pentecost came, it was different. This is another. The same human being. You have an appetite because you can't see. See, if you look at what you are experiencing in this kingdom, the peace, the joy, in the Holy Ghost, and you see somebody missing out, you, you don't want them to. You want to drag them to come and experience what you experience. Do you know many? of Many people don't understand why you take this Jesus thing so seriously. They don't get it. They think, ah, you've gone to school plenty and you like just like that. Number one, what did I say? Language. Number two, what you wear. Number three. Number four. Last one, I, I end. There is boldness in this kingdom. Boldness. He has not given us the spirit of fear. Boldness. Many people, Many, many many, of you are afraid. You are, you are bold. Sorry, you are timid. You say, come and even share testimony in your father's house. You say, I'm shy. You are not serious. There's a problem. We need to work on, on you. You haven't, you haven't hit that place yet. But in your father's house, your father's house, you say, I don't want to talk in my age. Tap someone and say, "You, where is your testimony? Where is that testimony? You haven't shared it. You have to come." I don't want to share it because people look at me some way. They are missing the point. It's like somebody said the other day. He said, "Today, I, I, I didn't really enjoy the worship. I think the worship was some way." And Francis Chan, he's a preacher. Francis Chan said. Well, well well, noted, but weren't worshipping to you. We, we like that, but it wasn't you. The, the way I've taken the worship personal, now, there's no you with him. So don't come and fight with us. Was, are you the recipient? In the same way, that you testify to glorify him. And and when you understand that, nothing must stop you from testifying because you don't want to sit on his glory. He doesn't share his glory with anybody. Any man that wants to to share his glory with him, wants to compete with him on a certain level, he will blow you out of the waters. There is boldness in this kingdom. Do you know how timid I was as a child? Okay, not so timid, but just small timid. But I got baptised in the Holy Ghost in class six. Yeah, so from class one to class five, I was, I was a shy person. Nobody even knew me. When they are giving awards and I'm one of them, it's like, who is this boy? Who is who's, who's the father? Is he in this school? How did he get to this? Very quiet person in my corner. i shared sharing the story with Nat the other day that when we we're about to choose our schools, uh, I don't know how they do it these days. Go to secondary school. Those days, we'll, they'll call everybody for a meeting. Our parents, um, you know, it's a green card. Meeting, green card. They have to fill. Don't, see, the computer children can't understand. The computer placement people. See, those days, if they go to that school, that school and your card is not there, you're in trouble. you have to go and find out where your card is and let some headmaster somewhere take your card. And so we're filling the thing. Uh, and then they said, okay, uh, we're in form two then. So, so, so I was feeling that yeah. My father asked, what school do you want to attend? I said, oh, you know now. Number one, Presec. Then he said, what, what else? Number two, Academy. The, what? The, number three, I wrote Aquinas for some or labour. One of them. So we had finished the thing, and then one teacher emerges. He's, he he teaches form three, so he doesn't teach my class. He looked at the list I have written, called my father and said, you know, said they only take 10 ones. I'm not sure your son can make it. So let's let's find some small school, you know, Laboni and uh, uh, Kimbu, some so that at least, at least. Hot cars, forgive me if I just mentioned your school. <laughs> <laughs> ah, my father was because he, he doesn't know it's. Your teacher says, you can't do it, so let's change it. I said, me, don't happen. I'm th- this is a class, just two boy, I told you, it can't happen. Then I went to call my own class teacher. Then I brought him, I said, you talk to me. This is the one who knows the information about me. The first person has no clue. He's just looking at me and deciding who I am on the outside. That's the mistake many people are making about you. They just see your hair, you see your eyes, and they conclude on you. They don't understand that with you is the Holy Spirit. And once he's with you, are, you are more than enough. Yeah, yeah. He came, so for, entered the scene, and looked at it and said, oh, but that's a kind of a you have even chosen. You have to remove them, and just do precept, 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 But you will do it. And my father said, okay, once your teacher has said, I am confident. The, one's the one who knows you, he created you and formed you, and he says you cannot fail. Who is it that can say something contrary? To the, to the dictates of heaven. To heaven's opinion about you. But the thing is that many of us have moved away from that intimate relationship with him. And that is why we are somewhere listening to other things. Other opinions of men. I want you to rise to your feet. We are just praying this prayer. That may the evidence of transformation be seen in my life. Lift up your voice, begin to pray. The evidence of transformation. Thank you for listening to the Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. For more of these messages, please subscribe to his podcast and SoundCloud. It's Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. To interact with him, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr.